gentlemen, boys and girls, it's the boy, the Prince of Botch himself. That's right, Dwayne. I am in the building. How are y'all doing today? I hope you're doing well. Lord knows I'm doing pretty well. Staying safe, maintaining social distancing as much as possible, all that good stuff. While also still coming and bringing you guys really, really dope interviews, dope conversations, and all that good stuff right here on the Life's a Botch podcast, baby. So today, your boy is, I mean, kind of thinking of his nickname, so I guess I'm just going to say it. Uh, your boy is Dickie Two Guests, all right? Your boy came in here today, and I got not one, but two really, 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 really dope guests that I got the pleasure of meeting and talking with for a little bit. And uh, we're definitely going to work on getting them back on the show for longer conversations. But I would like to shout out a nice little uh, up-and-coming network by the name of Rave. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Rave allows you to do meet and greets. So, you know, this is pretty fun. Use this uh, nice little platform to kind of conduct some conversations with some people. And your boy got two awesome legends in this conversation. So... First up, we've got the legendary Miss Excuse Me herself, Vicky Guerrero. That's right, you heard me right, people. Vicky Guerrero. We're going to have uh, that play right quick, and that'll be first up. Then I'll come back, say hi to you guys. Hey, how you doing? And then after that, pretty much, I'll take you guys to interview interview conversation sesh numero dos with five time women's champion future hall of famer and soon to be nwa women's champion miss melina perez that's right so i am super excited to share these conversations with you all and again just like every other show make sure you subscribe make sure you like make sure you comment leave your reviews all that good stuff, because we really appreciate it. It means so, so much. And uh, yeah, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into this first conversation. But first, I got to shout out my good people at Six Families Radio. So if you're listening live on Six Families Radio, what's happening? How you doing? It is good to talk to you. It is good to be live with you right now. And shout out to OTS, my team, my company that i am greatly a part of and that i love so much shout out to you if you're listening on apple shout out if you're listening to podcast wait i totally botched that shout out to me if you're listening to on apple on spotify and all those other good podcasting platforms so again salute to my people at ots salute to the people listening on six families radio at sixfamiliesradio.com Oh, and tuned in. Can't forget about you guys, too. Hello, how you doing? It is so great to be on Tuned In. And uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and play that first interview, baby. Here is my nice conversation with Vicky Guerrero. Hi, Dwayne. Hello, how you doing, Vicky? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. It is so great to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you too. How are you today? I am doing great. How about yourself, ma'am? 
I'm good. I'm in pieces, so it's raining all day, so we're kind of oh, stuck inside. Look at that. <laughs> hey, rainy days are great sometimes. It's, it's nice and yeah. sunny where I'm at, but, you know, I'll take where a Where are rain. you at? I'm in Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, yes. I had a layover there this week, so the airport was very quiet. Wow. Yeah, that's not that's that's different. You know, it's normally not too quiet out here in Atlanta's airports. You know, they're always so busy, you know, so. Right. <laughs> well, thank you for reserving a session with me. I really appreciate it. No problem. You know, it's an honor to meet you this way. I, I, I'm trying Ray for the first time. I've actually wanted to. I'm a, a podcast host myself uh, and I've been trying to like reach out to you. And I was like, man, when I saw you on Ray, I was like, well, you know, that's a great way to connect with Miss Guerrero and like, you know, just converse with her for a minute. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is You know, dope. I can't hear you that well. Just adjust your volume. Oh, adjust my volume? Your, can you turn your volume up? Yeah, yeah. Hold on one second. How well can you hear me right now, Miss Guerrero? Oh, that's good. That's good? All yeah, right. Yeah, better. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Man, I cannot believe if you'd have told me a few years ago I would have an opportunity like this to meet Vicky Guerrero, the Vicky Guerrero, I'd be like, Man, get out of here. There's no way that's possible. <laughs> you know, I'm so glad you did that. I, w I would love to ask you uh, a couple of questions to ground yeah, it's that song. All yours. All yours? Man, awesome. thank you so much. Well, let me ask you this, Miss Guerrero. What, with the excuse me catchphrase, what's the story behind it? Like how it came to just become such a marketable, famous catchphrase for you? You know, the excuse me phrase came from a fluke one night when I was doing a promo and I forgot my lines and the crowd was figuring out that I I didn't know where I was at in my promo and my promo changed like four or five times before I went live on I was in the wheelchair with Teddy Long pushing me and even Teddy Long kept seeing my promos come in and they kept changing them uh -huh. and uh teddy's like you're gonna screw this up aren't you Kaya? And i was like i think tonight's the night i'm gonna just i'm gonna screw this all up and i did <laughs> and so um the crowd was getting really impatient and they started yelling at me and there was middle fingers thrown in the front row and people were saying horrible things and i just yelled out excuse me um oh. just to kind of like stall for time uh -huh. and the crowd loved it and so the writers saw that and they tried it next week and each <laughs> week they voted into my to my segments and i still use it today so i'm really thankful for that mistake i had <laughs> that is so amazing like it's so great to see how something accidental like that we see that with talents all the time like yeah i did it totally on the fly it wasn't really something i meant to do and it just blew up like yeah those are the best stories <laughs> So, let me ask you, I see now that you are definitely an on-screen role again. Congratulations yes. on being a part Thank of you. the AEW family. Uh, how does that feel, you know, being back in the fray again and just, you know, managing a monster like Nyla Rose? Like, how is that? Yeah, you know, um, I was actually sad when my segment ended because I was having so much fun out there. Um, <laughs> but I love I love entertaining inside the ring, and I never thought that it was going to become possible. Yeah. And when I started doing some appearances for AEW and they presented me to, you know, be Nyla's manager. And I had some, I threw some hints too out there. And uh, Nyla's great. I mean, we get along so well. She's just a funny woman that 
as fierce and strong. And of course, me being the manager, I'm going to find someone I can hide behind. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm looking forward to it. I, I was so excited to just see you on screen again like that. Even with just yeah. some of the cameos that you were doing already, like with Chris Jericho and like how they did the bubbly bunch and everything. Like I just was like, oh, that is so so Vicky. Like that is so awesome. So it's great to well, see. Yeah, to do that bubbly bunch, I didn't know who was going to be in it. All Chris sent me was just my one part. And he goes, just wait till you see the final product. And after seeing it, I, w- I couldn't believe all the stars that were in it. And I was like, wow, I get to work with Lou Perigno. This is awesome. So it was a fun project all in all. My goodness, that is that is awesome. And, and again, Vicky, in your own right, you are a, such a legend. If no one's ever told you that, you are a legend in your own Thank right. You. Because we all know that you know you are definitely the wife of the late and great Eddie Guerrero, which we we miss so much in the ring because yeah. we, we love him and and we love you just as much. I love how the fans have really embraced you even more since the passing of Eddie. You know what I'm saying? Like in your own right, because you've literally paved your own kind of way in that like you know so man where were you years ago when they needed a friend in the audience listen <laughs> you know i don't know i was the, you know i was a young prince of botch at that time so i couldn't really you know step into the fray on the screen and just be like hey y'all leave vicky guerrero alone now this is great to step in front of you you know but it's okay i'm here now you know what i mean i'm in the present yes. day so we got you on this show you know what i mean but what I would love to know, um, speaking of Eddie, while we have a quick subject of him, let me ask you, in, in your mind, there's so many dope talents out there in, in, in the world of wrestling today that a lot of them, of course, inspired by Eddie Guerrero. And I would love to know your thoughts on, if Eddie were around to this day, like, who, who are some talents off the top that you think he would love to get in the ring and square it up with? Oh, gosh. Um... Well, you know, he always has his love for Rey Mysterio. That I think that would always be such, you know, a, um, a great gathering, you know, with two minds that are just, they make magic in the ring together. Always, but um, yeah. people that I've seen lately, I think the Lucha Brothers would have an awesome match with him. Yes. Uh, I think Sammy Guevara would be amazing too. Yes. Um, you know, so, and, you know, Aaron Garza, I mean, there's just so many different, you know, uh, you see the rookies in NXT and you yes. see different promotions. Um, you know, I just, I think that Eddie would have, he always wanted to have his own wrestling school. And I think that that's where his love would have been is to, uh, create these talents and show them that the magic that he created within himself. And I think that's where he would have, that's where he'd be today. If he had the choices to be in his own wrestling school. That is, that is awesome. And I totally agree. I love all of those scenarios. Like I'm just the kid in me, the dream match scenarios are just playing left and right. So that is so amazing. And of course, who, who are we to say that now with Vicky and her on-screen presence she created? Who's to not say? We already know how charismatic Eddie was. And now you've grown with your own charisma and your own legendary way. So just to see you out there by Eddie's side while all of this is going on, can't tell me that's not gold on any screen. Come yeah, on. I would love to have seen that. You know, also I think of FTR, I think they would have made an amazing match with Eddie too, oh, you know. Yes, yes. Um, just some great talents. Even the Young Bucks, I, I would have loved to have seen them together. Yeah, um, you know, with a match with Eddie. So yeah, it's <sighs> it's, it's just uh, sad to see. I wonder what it would be like today. Yes. You know, so that's a good point. Yeah, you know, I just just you know points that we got to make one time. But you know, he's again, he's loved and he lives on forever. Basically, as you can see yeah. through so many young talents, and he lives on through you, an amazing woman. So uh, what I would Thank like you. to ask you, speaking of woman, by the way, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, I got I got a shout out and shoot my shot at the Cougar one time. You know what I mean? That's kind of how we do it because you know it's like ah, you know what I mean? I should put my necklace on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, come on now. I was just like ah, you know, this is, come on. I'm I'm talking to the famous Cougar man. Like, what? Why? Why wouldn't I shoot the shot? You know? But uh, what I would love to know also is uh, my final question for you is as a woman. What is what? What have you felt? Because uh, you played a huge part in the women's revolution. I feel as well, spearheading that and helping it. Just you've seen so many errors in the evolution of where women have come from and where they are today. What are your thoughts on the women's revolution right now and how it's just evolved with women's wrestling and how the fans are embracing it so much? Yeah, you know, I think that the time is is overdue. You know, to have the recognition for the women. Um, it should have been done a long time ago, yeah. even with, uh, you know, when you had, uh, you know, Sable and, you know, Ivory and Jazz. I mean, they were just incredible women, and I used to watch them on TV. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I'm really proud to be a small part of it because it takes everyone that has evolutionized the women's division. Yes. So when I see the women, you know, carrying two belts around and, you know, I see, you know, the, the younger women being able to have this TV time and get the experience this is where it starts, you yeah. know, especially the younger women in AEW to see these women like Ali and, um, you know, you see, uh, Sheeta and, uh, you know, just, they get so nervous. And I'm like, this is where your legacy starts Come and on. be proud of it and own it and enjoy the moment yeah. because in 10 years, they're going to keep on going and they're going to see that you know, they can see their evolution in this whole women's division. So I think it's really exciting to be a witness to that and work along with these women. Yes, I love it. I love it. Miss Miss Guerrero, I mean, it is such a pleasure. I mean, I'm literally five minutes left into this conversation and I'm just enjoying the fact that I can really naturally flow with you like this. And personally, I would love to thank you for taking the time to just converse with me like this. Shout out to Rave for doing such an awesome yeah. job. I would love to sponsor you guys, by all means, feel free. Life's a Botch Podcast, we will sponsor Rave and tell them, come check out Rave and all the awesome talents on here. But, so man. What's your podcasting? Oh, it is the Life's a Botch Podcast. It is literally a new, fresh podcast on the scene, all about professional wrestling and, you know, life behind professional wrestling, of course. Uh, we've had the pleasure of interviewing superstars. Like, uh, we just did an episode with The Godfather. That was a fun one. Uh, we got to interview Our Truth. That was really comedic in its own right. Uh, he is a, such a fun guy. We really enjoyed talking with him. Uh, and up, up and coming talents, we had uh, Jordan Grace on the episode from Impact Wrestling. We had, uh, let's see, man, we've had so many. Maria Manic from Ring of Honor. We've had. Uh, Man, so many different talents. I've, I've been blessed so far to really keep on chipping it away. And, and now I'm adding Miss Vicky Guerrero to the list because, like, it's a milestone, you know what I mean, to be able to just Thank chat you. with a legend. So, uh, you know, we would love to have you on definitely again, you know, and, and get you set up, get it invited in the future, you know, where we can yeah. converse a little longer maybe and just have you on the show. It would be great. Again, I thank you. I'm I'm loving this. This is so awesome. What actually? While we still have like three minutes, what uh, brought yeah. you to the Rave family? Because I see that this is something still new. Like a lot of people are kind of not catching on to this yet. Yeah. But like, who introduced you to Rave? Actually, I met them in uh, Utah at a uh, at a comic con, and they had a booth, and they came up to me and they introduced themselves. Uh -huh. And at first, they were like virtual meeting me, and I'm like, you know, I was like, I don't know about that, but. Yeah. And the more that we talked, and then once I got on their platform and I was able to, 
uh, you know, have some guests and see how it works. They've gotten better. I mean, the options are giving better and better for the fans. Um, I loved it, you know, because this is a great way, especially during COVID, you know, for the fans to reach out and talk to their superstars. And this is an honor for me, too, because I get to, you know, talk to people like you and answer your questions and just have that special one-on-one live chat. Yes, yes. This This is definitely the next big thing. I feel like this is awesome. I love this. I hate nobody thought about it long ago, but this is definitely (laughs) a great thing. So, again, I hope the people of Rave are listening. I would love to sponsor this and tell people this is the next big thing. Get on this wave because you get to meet awesome people like Vicky Guerrero, and you never know what's going to (laughs) happen. But, man, thank you so, so much. Um, You're welcome. Watch for me every Wednesday. It's going to get bigger and better and it cause more trouble on AEW. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking forward to it. Trust me. I know that a lot of fans are going to be annoyed in a great way. And they can't wait to be like, ah, how we've missed that on screen so, so much. You know, I know I am. I was hyped. Uh, I had been seeing it. And shout out to Chris Jericho, man. He's been killing it. He's man. amazing. Isn't he? I don't know when. I told myself, I don't know when you sleep because you're, you're too busy for me. <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm telling you, like, it's it's really cool to see this, and I'm wishing you complete nothing but the best Hall of Famer in the making in your own right, and I already know, Miss Guerrero, you are awesome, and I will definitely look forward to chatting with you very much more in the future, for sure. Thank you. I appreciate it. What's your favorite storyline of mine that you can remember? Man, oh my gosh, so many. Like, right off the top, to be honest, it would be the one where you and Edge were, like, married. And how when you found out on wedding day when Triple H once again lived up to the name of Wedding Killer, and he came in there and he just was like, yeah, I got something to kind of show you. And, And the whole family's in the ring and Edge is just standing there like... broke my heart broke your heart i mean just like boom and at that point when it was just like yep vengeance is now mine you're gonna face the undertaker in a hell in the cell (laughs) and i'm like yep hell has no fury like a woman scorned that's right amen i'm telling you Thank you, Dwayne, so much. Yes. I, I look forward to being on your podcast. Email me, yes. and uh, I look forward to talking to you really soon. Likewise, Miss Guerrero, you take care. Nice meeting you. God bless. Yeah, God bless you, and stay well and stay safe in these times. You as well, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. Aw, thanks, Dwayne. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, how did you feel about that? Man, what a pleasure it was to actually chop it up and chat with Vicky Guerrero. I mean, such an amazing woman. And y'all, I got to shoot my shot at the Cougar. How about that? How about that? Wasn't it cool? Didn't y'all enjoy that? I know I did. I never thought if you told me that, I wouldn't have never believed it. But still, it was pretty dope. And don't worry, guys. As you know, and as you hear, we will have her back on the show. And we're going to have her on the show for a nice lengthier time. But you know, in the meantime, it was pretty dope chopping it up with her. Hope you guys enjoyed that. By all means, feel free to leave those comments. Feel free to subscribe. And uh, yeah, without further ado, I guess it's time to go ahead and just segue my way over to the next interview session. You know what I'm saying? So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you a five-time women's champion, future Hall of Famer, and current member of the NWA Power roster, 
soon to be your future NWA Women's Champion. She is the woman with the greatest entrance of all time. That is right, Miss Melina Perez. Hello, how are you doing, ma'am? It is so great to meet you. Wow, you look amazing, by the way. What? I say you look very amazing, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, it feels great to meet a five-time women's champion, you know? Look at that. Yes, yes. I mean, you are, listen, I want to tell you this, okay? Number one, you have the greatest, and I don't care what anyone says, you have the greatest entrance of all time, literally, of all time. No one can ever say that you don't. You have the greatest, because I've never seen anyone emulate it, never try it. Well, maybe one or two people tried it, but they failed miserably. So nonetheless, <laughs> it is great, you know. Um, tell me something, Ms. Molina. Um, what have some of your favorite feuds of all time been uh, with any promotion you've been a part of? that's because I love wrestling so much like I, I growing up I didn't think that this was even a possibility to be able to wrestle or anything like that yes. was just a dream like only lucky people not people like me regular people yes. can do something like that so every little thing meant the world to me yes. and I was telling people like it's not necessarily the wrestling it was you know working with these people that I watched like growing up I know it's probably like they're probably not even that much older than me <laughs> Them. You know, it like during the time of high school and everything that I would watch them, and I think this is so awesome. So to be able to work with them yeah. was just incredible to me. So you know, wow. with with Mick Foley, uh, Ric Flair, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, like yes. it, it meant the world to me. Yes. So all of it, like I am a lucky human being. I got put in the angle lock. Like I got to get frog splashed by Eddie. <laughs> Like, yeah, all of this was just a dream come true. Dream come true. <laughs> now you know what's so funny. You were on Tough Enough, but they barely would show you. And I noticed that, and I was like, I wonder why that is. Like, were you signed or something at that time, and they just didn't know it, or what was it? It's crazy how that 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 experience worked because when when they didn't put me on the show, I <laughs> thought, oh my goodness, like maybe this is the universe telling me that this isn't for me, that I should go back to school. And yeah. I really was going to quit. I thought, okay, well, I had a great experience, and this is nice, and I'm happy with what I had, yeah. that, okay, I could go back to school. And then when Al, um, Al Snow pulled me aside and said, no, keep going, then I was like, oh, I've got a sign. No, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> but they didn't, they didn't get me because I just wasn't drama. This is a reality show. Yeah. And what they wanted was drama. And I was just the good girl who did everything that I was told. Yeah. I did, you know, I did the work. I was focused on only that. I listened, I paid attention, never complained, didn't start like any kind of romances or anything with anybody else. I was just wow. non drama. So <laughs> that made for crappy TV. So they didn't <laughs> get me at all. But, you know, if it wasn't for Al Snow and when he told me to keep going, I was mm -hmm. like, okay, that I'm going to keep going. Like, I don't care if they didn't think I was Come know, on. TV worthy. I'm going to show them that in the ring, I am TV-worthy. Come on, now. <laughs> and girl, were you? You sure were. And look at you now. You a legend. <laughs> a legend in the game. Five-time women's champion. Soon to be NWA women's champion, by the way, if I might add. So, you know. That's right. 
let's let's talk about that real quick too. What brought you to NWA Power? Like that is so dope to see you on there. It's just seeing everybody that I work with. You know, Ken Anderson, and it's seeing um, Nick Aldis and everybody there. And just when they when they put, like pitched it to me, I was like, no, I don't want to do it. I was like, I'm done with wrestling. I just I'm happy with the indies because I just want to visit people and have fun. Yeah. I don't want drama. I don't want the, the backstage politics. Like I'm, that wasn't the life for me. And uh-huh. I just want to feel the goodness. I've, I've achieved whatever I needed to achieve. I don't, I have nothing else to prove in my mind. That's the way I feel. And what they told me was, you know, if you want to have fun, if you want to just like, just to do it, you could be passing on the torch to other people. They, the way they presented it to me was like, uh, it was a family thing. And I thought, <laughs> Yeah, I do like I do want to have that kind of feeling. Yeah. To have one more run and to be able to do that. All right. Let's go. So I you know, those just fit. It just seemed like this is what was meant to be. It is, it is. And I and I love it. I love that you're a part of this roster. It makes me love it that much more. I hate Corona got in the way because you guys record in Atlanta and I live in Atlanta. So when you guys are back in production and things get back to where they gotta go, I will be there. And I guarantee you, listen, when I'm there. Are you gonna be doing me the way everybody else does? Yes. And listen, this is how you go this is how you go know me, alright? You're gonna see this big bright belt right here. Okay? Yeah. So when you see this, you know I'm in the crowd, alright? I'm the life's a boss champion. I got a podcast. I would love to have you on. I've been trying to I've been trying to reach out and book you to get on the show. Uh, I would love to have you on, talk with you at a longer time, man, because I know Rave is this is my first experience with Rave. I love it. It is so dope. Uh, I, I I love this right now. So it is an honor to meet you for the first time. Would love to get your information and talk with you even more, you know, and, and, and just chat. Because, like, man, the time flies so much that it's, like, such a great conversation with you. I love your vibe, Melina. Uh, yes. Everyone always thinks 10 minutes is a long time. I'm like, no, it passes by like that. It does. It does. It really <laughs> Especially does. Especially when it's great conversation. Yes, yes. That's what I said. So any any way we can get you on, uh, I have reached out to the email on your Insta. Um, I try to send it often, but I, I don't know who checks, you know, everything. But I let them know there's a oh, guy named Dwayne. Tanya gets all the messages. Oh. She has to read through everything, so Does she? I'll ask her about it. Yes, tell her to ask for Dwayne. Uh, Life's a Botch Podcast. Trust me. I send tons of emails Almost every other day, just to try to get you on the shows. <laughs> Trust me, we would love to have you on and talk with you because this is so dope. I mean, this is this is amazing. You know, I'm I'm loving this. I, I get the chance to tell Melina how much I love her, how much I, I care. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just ah, uh, you know. What I mean? But uh, um, oh, I actually got to see you live before too. I forgot to mention. Yes, 2007. I was I believe I was 17. I was at. It was Backlash 2007, you and Mickey James for the Divas Championship. Yes! Ah, that was such a fun match. Oh my gosh. You and you won that match too. You won the championship that match. So look. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, yes, yes. Yes, girl, you were you. So I knew that was already a dub for you. You already know. Um, but it is just it is so amazing to again talk with you. I don't usually need much. You know, 10 minutes is good, but I would love to talk with you longer. So we'll definitely, please, please, let your plug know. Get a hold of Dwayne. I want to get on the Life of Botch podcast. 
we're gonna continue this conversation because this this is amazing. Yay. Okay, please let's get you on. But uh, yeah, Melina, I mean, you got any questions for me for yours truly before I let you go on this thing? I mean, anything you want to know? No, but I do want to tell you, you have great energy. Oh my goodness, I'm <laughs> like this, the smile, even the way you talk and everything. I'm like, yes, yeah, I'm yeah. feeling it. Yeah, see, you <laughs> see. Yeah. Like when you see people who are very charismatic but positive, yes. oh, I like love seeing that. Oh man, keep I'm doing sorry. your podcast because I like I want to be a part of it just because. Yes, please. Just great energy. Please, like, like I said, we've been honored to interview a lot of people. I just had the Godfather on the show uh, recently. I've had Our Truth, Ron Killings, on the show. He was dope to talk to. Uh, everybody I meet, man. Plus, I give really great introductions. And if you love my energy, wait till I introduce you on the show. So let's get you on ASAP, Miss Molina, okay? Again, thank you so much. I love you, love you, love you. And until the next time we meet, man, you be able to go. Love huh? you. Mwah. Mwah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Hey, y'all feel that? Y'all feel that right there? That's the sound of not one, but two conversations brought to you by your favorite Prince of Botch. That's right. Dwayne Dickey is in the building. And I just want to say, I hope y'all enjoyed not only one, but two dope conversations with two amazing legends in the pro wrestling business. Again, we will have them back on the show. So don't you worry. I know that was just a brief, brief conversation with y'all, but that's the beauty of what we do on Life's Botch Podcast. You know what I'm saying? We're giving y'all just a little taste of something before we give you the full meat. So consider that just a nice little bit of sprinkle, a little bit of the season before it gets in the oven and cooks up real nice for you and you get the full course meal. You know what I'm saying? So all that being said, it was an honor. It was a pleasure. And uh, I guess before I let y'all go, I'll give y'all my quick thoughts on what I thought about, uh, you know, extreme rules and that pay-per-view. Um, yeah. Let me just say, uh, one thing that's been cool about this pandemic is pay-per-views aren't as long as they used to be. They seem to go by pretty quickly. You know, you watch them and it's just like, oh, snap. It's not as late as I thought it was, you know? Pandemic, in a way, has been a blessing in, this, in disguise for, for WWE because they're not giving you these really, really lengthy pay-per-views like they used to. That's a good feeling, you know what I mean? Because people still got to get up and, and take care of some things, you know what I mean? But uh, as far as what I thought initially of the pay-per-view, hmm. Well, it was a surprise, but not a surprise to see that the New Day dropped titles to Nakamura and Cesaro. Seeing as how the tag team division in WWE as a whole, not just SmackDown or Raw, but as a whole, is kind of sort of lackluster. The New Day can't hold on to the titles forever, but I do see this becoming a lengthy feud where they go back and forth. And then eventually, when Jimmy Uso is back from his injury, I see the Usos coming in and pretty much getting another run with the titles. And I really don't know who else to tell you is going to really come in and win the titles from there. So maybe after the Usos eventually win them, It'll probably just go back to the Usos in the New Day. Again, 
Or maybe there's a shakeup and we get a unif- I don't know. I don't know what to tell y'all. Who knows what we could see, but all I know is it's a very narrow and lackluster tag division. So uh, congratulations to Shinsuke Nagamura and Cesaro, two underrated and well-deserved guys uh, in the middle of the pack right now, and they're tag team champions. Personally, I feel like they'd be better off on their own, and this is the best time more than ever for them to kind of shine in solo roles. But at the same time, you do need a tag division, so them as a tag team kind of makes sense. So, yeah, congratulations to those guys. Uh, Bailey retained her title, and, you know, that match was pretty good. Uh, you know, Sasha Banks and Bailey, pretty much the best two things on television. By the way, expect the article coming very soon from your boy because I have a very interesting theory that popped up in my head. And I would like to address the four horsewomen of WWE by saying this, the very following thing. And I'm going to explain more of this in the article, which you will find at OTSGuys.com. But I'm here to let you know that of the four horsewomen, my gal, my girl, Sasha Banks, that's right, Sasha Banks, is by far the least successful of the four horsewomen. And it pains me to say such a thing, but again, that is my hot take of tonight's episode because that, my friends, is what you guys will find out by going to the articles on OTSGuys.com. Moving on, speaking of Sasha Banks, though, uh, looks like she won the Raw Women's title, sort of, not really. Yeah, I have never seen someone at ringside, put on a referee uniform and count one, two, three, and suddenly they're the champion. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with the Raw Women's title, but it is what it is. Uh, so, yeah, all in all, oh, yeah, I guess my final thought, really, because the rest of the show didn't really stick out much to me. I mean, Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, I mean, how many times am I going to see that? How many times am I going to see Dolph Ziggler say, it should have been me. I deserved it. I was this close. I had you. It was my check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it, Dolph. I, I'm sick of seeing that. So you know what? Dolph Ziggler, I don't know how you keep getting these championship chances. You do deserve it. You're a good dude, but you haven't deserved it lately. I don't know why he keeps getting title matches. We already know the outcome. So I didn't even bother. It was what it was. Uh, but this Swamp match with Bray Wyatt and uh, Braun Strowman. Cinematic matches. Another article coming soon to the OTSGuys.com website. These cinematic matches are hit and miss. Some of them are great. Some of them are not so great. Produced very well. Look very well. But I don't know what the heck I watched. And yeah. It was very Bray Wyatt fashion. But I don't know what that was supposed to be, what you were supposed to call it. There wasn't a title on the line. I really don't even know who really won the thing. Was it Bray? Was it Braun? I don't know. But clearly, this was a filler for SummerSlam, which is coming in a matter of four weeks. So all of that being said, if you really want to know what I thought about Extreme Rules, in a nutshell, I just got to let you guys know, it was all right. You know what I mean? It wasn't great. Wasn't good, but given the circumstances of what's going on, what the heck can you do with it? You might as well roll with it. 
as wrestling fans, it's good to have wrestling. It's good to see wrestling. But, uh, yeah, no, nah, you still got to critique BS when you see it, right? So that's kind of what we're here to do. And we're going to do it in a very energetic, charismatic, fun form. So all that being said, guys, make sure you subscribe to the Life's a Botch podcast. Make sure that you follow us at Life's a Botch podcast on Instagram. You can follow my personal page at Dwayne Dickey Jr. Make sure you subscribe to the Life's a Botch podcast. Keep downloading the shows. We see you. We hear you. Let us know where you're from, where you're listening. Okay. Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe. Uh, Look at our videos and interviews. Uh, Let us know what you think. And uh, yeah, man. We got more interviews coming in the future. Your boy's still working. Your boy's still producing, and we're going to have more coming. Shout out again to my people on SixFamiliesRadio.com. I'm listening right now. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Your favorite neighborhood, Prince of Bodge, is getting ready to sign out. So, nonetheless, I got to let you know that you guys have officially been botched. Peace.